if we can't express emotion appropriately, how the hell are we going to be able to receive emotion appropriately and then in turn reciprocate emotion? We can't, right? We're two-dimensional beings instead of three-dimensional. We become emotionally unavailable, and that leads to just very shallow connections. There's no depth to them. This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright, where we talk about real men with real feelings, all sharing our search to become the best version of ourselves possible and what it takes to get us there. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jason Wright, and this week is a very special episode. Actually, it's a, you know, I'm going to go ahead and call it, it's going to be a two-part series. And I'm going to do my best to keep it within a reasonable listing time frame while still being two parts. I might need to go more parts, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um... I very loosely have like a topic structure and then I just start talking and then we see where it goes. You've probably heard it in some prior episodes. Like what the crap is he talking about? Is he going anywhere with this? I find ways to talk in circles yet somehow find my way back home. So bear with me. Um, but this is what, this is what this week's episode is about. Okay. We're going to talk about, about breakups. We're going to talk about, um, you know, what, what we tend to most commonly do that leads to breakups. And then in the next episode, I want to talk about how to get over the breakup, why the breakup is a good thing and how you can learn from it to become a much, much better version of yourself going forward and how that's going to open up new doors and possibilities for your life that you never thought possible. Does that sound good? Is that cool? All right. So let's talk about something. Um, you know, I had a, um, I had a, I had a listener reach out and had, you know, expressed some gratitude for the podcast, you know, how going through a really difficult breakup, uh, was helping him through this time. And, uh, you know, the podcast listening to, to it's helping him to, to kind of like rebuild himself in the process. And that's the beautiful part of it, guys. It's a, it's a chance to rebuild, but um, I don't. I want. I don't want to give away the details of what this person talked about. But I want to talk about what some of the themes can be when it comes to the role that we play that leads to a breakup in a relationship, and what we need to do. Uh, whether we're we're in the thick of it right now, like if we're in a really rough spot in our relationship and we have this exact issue, or if we're trying to prevent it. I think that's always going to be your best bet is trying to prevent it, but it's never too late to repair it um, unless it is, you know, because you're, you're just half of the equation. Like the other person still has equal say in what is to come of the relationship, what's to happen of it ultimately. Um, But here's what you can do to at least make sure that you're doing everything possible to uh, try and minimize the risk of it actually leading to a breakup. Okay. But then if you're already past the point, if you're already coming out of a breakup, and this was one of your, your shortfalls, 
Um, this is how you learn from it going forward for the next one. Okay. Here's, here's where we often go wrong. Okay. And I'm going to put this in air quotes because I, I'm not a fan of just labeling things. Everything's got a label now. Um, there's all these buzzwords now. And every time you, you get used to labeling it one thing, like somebody's come up with some new woke terminology for it. Um, but I want to talk about toxic masculinity. Um, the kind of the whole premise of this podcast was about how becoming a better man, uh, what it entails to be a man does not necessarily be somebody that's devoid of emotion and devoid of vulnerability and the capability to let down walls. You know, that's, that's a miss, you know, that's a misguided thought and a mindset that, that tends to go wrong. That, can be one of the components or or some of the components that feed into the term of what it embodies to have toxic masculinity in the picture. Okay. Um, But I want to talk about this stigma of how real men are big and strong and they never show their emotions, right? Like raise your hand if that's, um, if that's kind of been your experience. I've thought it before. There's still times where I still think it, to be honest with you. Um, because that's, that's how I've been conditioned, you know, but yeah, real men. Okay. Not just a man, but real men. All right, guys, we do the Tim Taylor grunt, you know, real men, they're big and strong and they don't show their emotions, right? Just the good ones. Okay. Or the manly ones of anger. So it doesn't have to be good and positive, but like anger, toughness, right? Like that's, that's what a real man is. Okay. Um, I'll tell you the, the downside of this, where a lot of us don't see the bigger picture here, is that this builds us into a, a character or a, a version of ourselves to where we're emotionally unavailable. Okay, like if we can't express emotion appropriately, how the hell are we going to be able to receive emotion appropriately and then in turn reciprocate emotion? We can't. Right? We're two-dimensional beings instead of three-dimensional. We become emotionally unavailable, and that leads to just very shallow connections. There's no depth to them. Okay, It's only surface level. What is easy? What feels good? What's going to take minimal risk of, of inflicting pain or receiving pain? It's a shallow connection. Um, and this is... This is you know, a lot of times out of a fear of being judged, I can see that being the case, you know, being seen as less than a real man, you know, being too sensitive. Um, but I'll go even further. Instead of the judgment piece, this, this is what I believe to be the real cause of it. It's due to a fear of being hurt, right? If we don't allow ourselves to feel anything other than happiness, anger, or just complete stoicism, um, then we run the risk of these other emotions that we don't know how to recognize and label and, and attach to our actual feelings of, um, you know, sadness, um, disappointment, frustration is in the terms of if being let down and you're frustrated with that scenario, but instead it just goes to anger and we become so two dimensional. It's like, I'm either happy or I'm pissed. You know, but there's so much more to it. Like there's a whole spectrum, right? Like don't, don't a lot of therapists use kind of like that, uh, that feelings wheel or emotion wheel. 
where there's it's just like the the color spectrum. There's so many different layers to to the emotional spectrum, yet we just attach ourselves to the two. We're happy or pissed. And everything else, like we don't know really how to identify with, so we just we try to bundle it into one or the other. And if it's not like a great thing, then we just get mad. And then when we find ourselves getting mad all the time, we don't know why we're really mad. Like, why are you so mad? I don't know. I'm just not happy. Okay. You've lost touch with your emotion. Okay. But it's the fear of getting hurt. Yes, there comes from the point of, you know, having that fear of judgment, being seen as less than a real man. But it's, you know, it's a fear of being hurt. If I don't let somebody have the chance to hurt me, then it's going to be okay. Because I can't get hurt by who I don't let in. And you carry that on for so long, and you totally lose touch. So then you're so deep down the rabbit hole that you don't know where up is anymore in terms of how to get out of that hole. This leads to us having a a real lack of a true, deep sense of who we really are at our core. We've totally lost the ability to identify with with who we are, who our, our design has us made up to be. So we have to assign ourselves to the role of being a tough guy, right? It's a manly man. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I can... (laughs) I can throw around the, the manly uh, character better than anybody. Well, I was an athlete. I was raised by, by women. You know, my mom, my grandmother, for the most part. And so I had to adopt this tough guy side. But it wasn't me, though. Like, shit still hurt my feelings, man. It still does. But the beauty of it now is that I've, I've understood what are these emotions I'm feeling and why am I feeling them? All right, but if we, if we lose touch of that, if we lose sight of that, and we assign ourselves to that tough guy role, it, this helps us to accomplish multiple things, right? It helps us avoid rejection for fear of, of our partner seeing us as being too sensitive, Right, So if we're not too sensitive, if we don't express our emotions, then everything will be fine, right? We don't have to worry about them throwing up the stiff arm, telling us, whoa, stay away from me. You're too sensitive. I can't handle that. Which, guys, I'll tell you, that's more of a problem with her than it is with you. All right, it's not your job to unpack that problem for her. You can encourage and, and, and support, but you can't fix it, and you can't blame yourself for that. But that fear of rejection for being seen as too sensitive, be the tough guy, right? That's, that's got to be the solution. That's what we go to. Two, it helps us feel like we're strong and we're fitting of that manly description, of that designation of being a real man. You know, if we're the tough guy, if we don't let anything bother us, stuff that hurts our feelings or or makes us feel sad or betrayed or 
um, you know, that we've lost trust in somebody, just get mad, right? Just get mad and don't deal with it. It helps us feel more manly, though. We're, more, we're stronger this way. Are we, though? I'd argue to say that we're not. And like we just said it, the, the third part of this, it helps us protect ourselves from being hurt. But here's the irony of it. Until it leads to us actually getting hurt as a result of a failed relationship. And there's some of us that, like, this isn't just the first time this has happened. This has happened multiple times. Where we let somebody get just to a certain landmark on our property, but if they get any closer, then we attack back. We throw up the defensives. And yet we wonder why they want to leave. We wonder why they don't want to put up with that. Like, would you? <laughs> because here's, here's where we flip the script, okay? This is the solution to the majority of, of any problem that you'll have is if you put yourself in their shoes, flip the script, a lot of people can avoid a lot of arguments and a lot of fights if they were to follow this, this concept. Put yourself in their shoes for a second, okay? What if you were the one opening up and, and sharing like real vulnerable moments? Sides of you that, that could very easily be used to hurt you by somebody that was not as sensitive as who you are. And you open yourself up and all that you want to do is just connect with that person because you feel like you're out here just like on an island and you're reaching for them to come join you, yet they're wanting to stay off the shoreline because they're not sure about the island. And you're there and you know, you're starting to, to doubt yourself. You're starting to wonder, why am I putting myself out here? on this island and I'm trying to reach and reach and reach and they're not wanting to reach for my hand. You get tired of reaching, right? They get tired of reaching. That's why it's over. One of the reasons I don't want to oversimplify it. Um, but that's one of the reasons why. Why would you want to waste your time with that guys? So could you blame her? So let's talk about why it's okay to be more open and vulnerable. What are the what are the pros to it, right? Like we've already laid out the cons. Some of them, some of them. Again, I don't want to be too overgeneralized because it's not a simple simple matter. Uh, but what's the benefit of being more open and vulnerable as a man, right? As a real man. Here's the beauty of it. It actually helps establish a meaningful relationship that's built on depth. And here's the next key component. Trust. No woman, no person, no anybody will fully trust a man who won't open up and be vulnerable. 
right? Like if you're not down there in the shit with them, feeling all the things, experiencing all the hardships that come with like really being brave and bold enough to put yourself out there and share some stuff about what's really going on, how you're really feeling, what you're really afraid of. Can you really trust that person? No. Hell no. But if you do that, though, if you learn to, to be more willing to, to not just share your feelings, before you share them, like you need to take the time to understand them. I think that's the biggest lesson. I, I went through a phase, um, God, when was this, 2012? Yeah, 2012, um, where I would just feel like, I don't know what's wrong. I'm just miserable. <laughs> I had no idea how to label it. And that's because I'd gone, shoot, at least the last four years up to that point, just totally stuffing down my emotions. Unless it was happy, as long as it didn't upset the apple cart, as long as it kept the peace, I figured out how to adapt. But I lost sight of like actually how to label what I was feeling. And so that led to me either being happy in moments where I could you know, not feel turbulence. Okay, so that must mean happiness. Or I would just get angry. And not like aggressive angry, but I would get un- angry and unhappy. Like, I'd get more short. I'd get more quiet. I'd be what you what the kids say, terse. No kids say that, unless they're, like, really scholarly. But I'd, I'd become more terse and short with, with my phrasing, my words. It's still a form of anger, right? Um, and it's because, and I had to go through some therapy during this, this time frame. Not as much as I needed to. It's like I'd... It's like I, they prescribed me antibiotics for an infection, and like once the symptoms went away, like I stopped taking it. And that's not how antibiotics work. That's not how therapy works. It's not how exercise works. It's not how anything works, really. You have to keep putting in the reps, but I didn't see that then. I was too young, immature, stubborn, whatever. Um, but what they told me, you know, helped me realize was like I needed to write down my feelings. Like I needed to, to put words like really descriptive words to what I was feeling, not just, I feel bad. I feel mad. I'm upset. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy, but it's totally, it, that's how it happens. Guys, you ignore it long enough to where you forget how to recognize it. So recognize what your feelings are. Take a minute to, to process them, understand what they are, why they're there. You can even, even go a couple layers deeper and try and figure out where have I felt this before and why does this feel familiar to where it's coming back? And so in those moments, you can, you can really stop and say, all right, is my problem really with this person right now? Or is something familiar about this interaction with this person that's reminding me of another time where I got my ass handed to me, so to speak, on an emotional level. And so now you're trying to avoid it by just getting pissed off. But open up and share that instead. Challenge you to be vulnerable. Share it. 
Now, again, it's totally possible to have partners who are not open and receptive to that and who will use that against you. (laughs) Trust me, they will use that against you. And so therefore, all trust is lost and you need to run. But let's say they're they're a, a healthy, communicative partner and they want you to open up. Open up. They're not going to run away. If they do, like that's a whole other set of problems. But if they're like earnestly wanting to understand what you're feeling, even if you're scared, even if you're afraid of, of being hurt, even if you know you're feeling anxious or uneasy, just explain it. You think they're going to see you as less of a man? Less of an ability to, to provide security, less of an, of an ability to pro, like provide. I mean, how healthy is that relationship anyway? If that's the case, if that's like what the backlash is going to be. But get down the trenches with them. That's how they. That is how they'll really start having some good two way trust. But you have to think about it again, like I said, especially if she's vulnerable enough to open up and share things with you that could be used against her someday. Likely somebody has already done it before. Yet, and women are so good at this, man, she did it again with you and opened up again. You know, you can't betray that by withholding. Because it takes a great deal of bravery and strength to be able to open up and and have that vulnerable um, connection. But it can't be one way, guys. So I I would venture to say that, that, quote, being a, a real man is a man that is in tune and can exert some form of control over his emotions. And that only comes from stopping in the moment and identifying them. And then being able to reasonably express them. Meaning like not just flying off the handle, not going overboard, but being able to communicate it like, hey, um, do you have a second? I just like I just kind of feel uneasy about some stuff and I'd like to I'd like to share it with you if that's okay. See if you can help give me a little bit of a sounding board here just to listen. Hear me out. Okay. She'd probably be like, oh my God, who is who is this guy? Yeah, sure. And say, you know, look, I've kind of been like, you know, struggling with these things. I'm feeling pretty anxious about this. Like, I don't know what's going on right now. Like what it could be job related. It could be out in the world, you know, all this crazy stuff that's going on with, with COVID-19 and I'm just feeling really uneasy and just kind of on edge. And, you know, it's not you, uh, but I know that it comes across that way sometimes. Like I'm not happy with you or towards you or towards us. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm kind of just struggling with some things internally right now. And, um, I just wish that you could just kind of like hear that and understand that. Um, and if you're looking for advice, ask for advice, guys. 
if you're not looking for advice, if you're just wanting to just feel heard and just get it off your chest, say that, you know. Um, but but don't be afraid to have that conversation because, like, again, it depends on the dynamic of your relationship, but it can bring you closer together. It should bring you closer together. We'll put it that way. To give them a, a, a chance to see like an inner layer of you that they're not used to seeing that needs to be seen more often. Like, wow, that's a, that's a real connection. Cause I could see that was hard for him. Like that's how they'll see it. So, so again, if you're, if you're trying to appear tough and strong, you know, due to a stigma or stereotype for the fear of, of being hurt by being judged or being rejected or being whatever, um, you're get, you're going to go through it enough to where you're going to hopefully see the pattern and realize that, like that's actually causing you hurt, that's giving you pain, and it's not preventing it. All right, so there's nothing wrong with with having feelings, accessing them, identifying them, so that way you understand how to process them and and learn from them and move forward with them. But you can't expect to have like a healthy connection with somebody else if you don't have a healthy connection with yourself. All right, guys, I hope this makes sense. Um, a lot of this is speaking from experience, you know. Um, but I, I, I really believe that the the solution to a lot of issues with social dynamics when it comes to a relationship. I mean, friendships too, but especially in a romantic relationship, it comes down to what were you not doing enough of? What were you doing too much of? How do you strike that balance and learn how to be a better version of yourself for the relationship? And I think it comes down to you know, before looking at, oh, I need to pick a better partner, I need to have a better relationship, you need to look at, how do I need to be better? Like, in, in what ways am I keeping us back from having a great relationship? In what ways am I contributing to a great relationship? You know, don't just beat yourself up. Look at the pros, too. But, like, be real with yourself. Be honest. And if this is you, if you're being too, you know, if you're throwing up too many walls, I've done it, man. Like I've been the guy that's hidden behind so many walls. Like nobody knew who I was. <laughs> and I can honestly say like right now, right now, I'm in the best, best relationship I will ever find ever period. Bar none. And it is because I took the time. I did the work to figure out what walls I had up, why they were there. What walls I should have had up in the forms of boundaries and 
how I needed to just focus on being the best version of myself possible, that helped attract the absolute love of my life, hands down. But sometimes we have to go through just a lot of shit and a lot of pain to learn those lessons. Sadly, as guys, real guys, real men, you know, we learn through pain. You can't tell us anything. We got to learn it. But guys, if you're going to learn anything, learn that, that somebody that's emotionally unavailable is not somebody that is going to have a, a deep, connected, fulfilled life in a relationship with a partner where you have, have really achieved a sense of contentment. Happiness is a, is a lofty, unreasonable goal to chase. You need to look for contentment. Where can I find contentment? And you got to understand, first of all, how you feel, what you feel, so that way you can express it, receive it, and reciprocate it. Cool? Sound good? Good talk? Y'all cracked open a beer on this one? Hopefully not if you're listening to it on Wednesday morning. Wait till later in the day, guys. Don't get started that soon. (laughs) I'm not judging. I'm just saying. All right, fellas. Hopefully this was helpful. Um, if, it, if you got a lot of, of insight from this episode, please share it. You know, Like it or rate it. Leave a review. That's really going to be the best way to help spread the message you know, for more guys to be able to hear it. Um, if you want to share it on social media, just tag me. You know, on Instagram, um, becoming a better man. All underscores between becoming a better man. Do you like how I, if you're watching the video, you can see me doing the underscore. But again, tag me if you want to shout it out on social media. If not, that's okay. If you just want to like process it privately, that's cool. But like I'm telling you, more guys need to hear this. It's a message I wish I would have heard a long time ago. All right, guys, appreciate you. Hang in there. Don't don't be the tough guy. Like real men feel shit. All right. Love you all, brothers. We'll catch up next week. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag Becoming a Better Man. So that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities, and their families. 